There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. It's showtime! That's assuming you even have a bathtub to have a bubble bath in. Yep, you need a tub first. That was There was a big trend there for the longest time, and we've seen it in a hotel rooms where the bathtub is going away, and you just sort of have like the, the step big in, the walk-in. Yeah, extra yeah. large shower. Uh, and then I started noticing a trend watching House Hunters where a lot of people are now demanding. They say, I, I need a place with a bathtub. I need my private tub. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I know a couple of people have put those really fancy like tubs in their bathrooms. The ones that's the standalones. What are those? things? Oh, called? yeah. The free freestanding tub. Uh-huh. I like that those looks old too. fashioned, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they take less room than like those early 2000s, late 90s, gigantic ass corner yeah uh jet tubs that take up a third of the room and then you're like well the bathtub itself is actually only a third of that space i could have way more room in my bathroom we have one of those in our house because our house is like 20 something years old and every time i turn it on i'm like is this thing is it gonna work is it gonna Mm -hmm. leak because it's like (laughs) with the motor (laughs) freaks me out yeah we we got rid of our tub in our uh primary bathroom did you so that's going away. Wow. How do you feel about it? Fine, because we still have a bathtub in the upstairs hallway bath. Oh, good. Oh, see, that's good. Because as a parent, I'm like, how do you not have a bathtub when you have a kid? Right. You know? yeah. I mean, at some point, They'll they will take the shower, showers, but, but when they're little, but when you're they're like, too, it's kind of hard. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. they outgrow the sink. Yeah. Yeah. She redid that bathroom, I don't know, a couple years ago want to say yeah uh but then now she's having the primary closet bathroom the basement the front porch uh what else you're like redoing your whole house essentially yeah well it started out it was just going to be i'm gonna redo the upstairs uh primary bath and closet okay well that makes sense because mm-hmm. it's due and then she said, you know, I've been thinking about finishing the basement. <laughs> and I said, but it is kind of finished. I mean, it's got, I mean, I know it's a little dated. It's got wood paneling and it's got that ugly green carpet, but it, hey, it's fine. Functional. It's totally functional. You know, why? I mean, we don't even spend time down there. She said, but would we? If it if were we, nicer. If, right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so we added that to the list. And she said, you know, the front just, uh, 
Uh, I feel like it could use a refresh. Front porch. Mm-hmm. It's kind of smothered by all the trees. Maybe we re-landscape. Well, you see, this is what where the trouble begins. You do one thing, and then that looks really nice, and that makes everything around it that you didn't do look, look worse. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so before you know That's it. That's exactly right. It's like a it's like a fungus. It spreads. Yes. Because we're redoing Penelope's room. I mean, just because, like, she's six going on seven. We still have her baby furniture, which is, like, yeah. the stuff that evolves into be, like, a full bed. But her dresser is this, it's massive. It's like one of those baby dressers. I'm like, we got to get rid of this. Mm-hmm. So then, of course, we're doing the same conversation. We're painting the room. And then when that room gets painted, I look at the bathroom, which is connected to her room. And I'm like, well, you got to paint in here, too, because now this looks yeah. old. Right. So it's the exact same yeah. runaround. So that's when we brought in Neil's Design Remodel, mm-hmm. and then they came in with their ideas, and, you know, we I've told the story of how we're working with Jody, but that just inspired more ideas. Sure. So now we're on the hall, like, when you walk into the house, mm-hmm. you've been in my house. Yep. There's, like, a staircase that goes up. Mm-hmm. So that hallway, if you go straight, leads you into the kitchen. All that wallpaper's coming down. Uh, that carpet that's been there since like the eighties is being ripped out. Uh, carpet on the upstairs Mm -hmm. is being ripped out as well as the carpet that's on the stairs. Mm -hmm. She is going to replace it. Mm -hmm. And then I guess just paint the walls. I just feel like after this, you're going to move. I don't know why. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to sell it. You're going to just go through all this. You're going to sell it. And you're going to move to Italy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then the back door. That, that whole thing is being replaced. Yeah. Again, you know, a lot of this, I mean, it's fine. It's not in desperate need, but she's been doing little bits and pieces here and there. Uh-huh. And then finally, she just decided she's going to blow it up and yeah. bring in the professionals. So. That's yeah. the best. Well, anyway, when you're doing, are. making a mess and the guys are there, you might as well do it all while it's all a mess. Get it all done. Oh, and the true. latest now is she's having, she just added this. So, you know how we had to move out of the the primary bedroom because all this work's being done. Mm-hmm. So we've been sleeping in the kids' rooms. Now she's like having them fill up all the little holes that have collected over the years. Mm-hmm. So she's, what do you call that? Just like respackling all the walls, I guess. Yeah. So those all have to be sanded down, which means you got to cover everything. So mm-hmm. even in the areas that we've had to move to. Yeah. There's stuff. <laughs> Which means she's going to have to repaint those rooms. That's where we, that's mm-hmm. where we are right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'll have an update for you next week on what else we decide to do. <laughs> Can't wait. Because <laughs> to your point, like she just says, well, they're here. Yeah. Like, do you want to do it? No. <laughs> well, let's just have them do it while they're here. Yeah. It needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And if they've got time in their schedule, do it. Right. I think most contractors go into it knowing that that's what's going to happen because that's what always happens. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. add one more thing. Yeah. They oh. just block out like a year of their life <laughs> dedicated <laughs> to Jeff's house. I forgot. The laundry room oh. has been added. Nice. This was the thing that I I was like, come on. Really? No mm. one ever goes in there. That's just storage. That's not true. I'm in it's there it's 95% tiny. of my life when it, I'm at it home. It feels like it. <laughs> I know, and it'd be nice to do laundry in a nice room. Yeah. Well, you got everything in there. You got a nice washer dryer. You got yeah. a big you got a big laundry tub sink. I need to move the bathtub in there and just have that be my relaxation zone. That's funny. With the television. 
Yeah, so she's going to drywall that, make it look nice. Uh-huh. That's nice. Okay. You know, a Forgot lot of people that. do those nicer laundry rooms, too, because they kind of oh, transform man. them into, like, mud room slash laundry yes. room. Mm-hmm. Like, if your kids come in from outside and they're gross, they're yeah. like, go to the laundry room! Because usually everything's, you know... Right. Like, you can wipe it down, essentially. That's true. So... I always love those things when... When my daughter or Scott are walking through their house and they're like, Jen or mom, where are you? I'm like, laundry. Every time you <laughs> yeah. can't find me, that is that's always Chances where are I am. where she is. Uh, yes. Yep. That's the first place you look when mom's missing. <laughs> yep. I'm chances are there. she's so funny. Drowning in a pile of laundry. That's yep. right. I'm always in there. Yep. So anyway, yeah. I'll let you know what else she adds to the list of things. Uh, what do you think the world will be like a hundred years from now? I'm afraid. Flying cars. <laughs> well, we finally have flying cars. <laughs> How many predictions have there been? Well, someone looked at predictions people made in 1924. Mm-hmm. And they asked people in 1924, what do you think the world is going to look like in 2024? Here are the highlights, including a few insightful predictions. And some that were not, not even close. One prediction was that no one would have teeth. Ew. Why not? Where did they all fall out from all the sugar we eat? We're all going to be gumming everything. <laughs> yes. Gumming my donut this morning. A nationally syndicated advice columnist from 1924 thought that America's eating habits would drastically change our looks. Will we have any teeth at all? Will there be any color on our face except paint? Will the men have any height to speak of? Or will they be all girth? You know, people, I do feel like we're shorter back then. You think we're growing taller now? For sure. Like if you walk into any old theater in, say, New York or, you know, that's been around for a couple hundred years, have Uh you noticed like the the rows are super tight, the seats are small? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's true. We're expanding. There's no doubt about that. We're growing one direction. It's not up. But I think if you look it up, I think you'll find that we're taller, too, today than yeah. we were, say, 100 or 200 years ago. The airplane seats sure feel that way. Uh, let's see. Another prediction. Horses would go instinct. Extinct. Horses? Horses would be extinct. A professor at USC predicted that horses would be an endangered species because the invention of automobiles would render them useless. Uh, the quote, in another 100 years, you may find horses in zoos. If anywhere, because I'm sure you won't find them anywhere else because we're all doing the car, you know, we're all driving cars now. thing to predict, yeah. Uh, Number three, working from home. In a book, in a 1924 book called Wireless Possibilities, a guy basically predicted the Internet. Uh, He predicted that we would be doing most things remotely, and it would be great if you hate cities. Uh, Here's a direct quote from the book. What a help to the man who objects to the large city. Why could he not conduct his business from his house in comfort? That's what a lot of Gen Z is saying right right. now. (laughs) Uh, What else? Another prediction is that 75 years old would seem young. A British politician predicted that life expectancy would be at least 100 years old by now. Not quite. And we would still feel fairly young at the age of 75. That would be cool. I do feel like... Like he's half right. Like, yeah, the, 75 more. is younger. 
Christ. Mm-hmm. Like my parents are in their seventies, early young, seventy two, seventy one. They still got some mileage left, right? And they're still running around like they're fifty five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember my grandparents being that active when they were in their seventies. Right. Same. Yeah, yeah. My my grandparents were. You know, they hung in there in their early 90s, but you wouldn't have known it had you known them in their early 70s. Mm -hmm. Uh, World peace was also predicted. Movie mogul D.W. Griffith predicted moving pictures would help us end all wars because movies were considered a universal language that could help us all understand each other. And so because of that, he said that by 2024, movies would have played a huge part in eliminating from the face of the civilized world all armed conflict. Hmm. It's an interesting, I know. (laughs) Big winner of the Globes was Oppenheimer, by the way. (laughs) Because someone else predicted constant war everywhere. The president of the American Chemical Society had a different take. He thought futuristic weapons would mean major cities would constantly be under attack. Well, there's certainly the threat, no question. Another prediction is that women would be in charge and men would be at home raising the kids. Yay! Finally! (laughs) A reader of the New York Daily News in 1924 sent in a letter and said... A uh, guy said that women will occupy all of the highest positions and men will be relegated to just doing physical labor or stay home to, quote, wait on the babies or mind the pets. Wouldn't that be something? Could well, you imagine? Aren't the stats like there's more women graduating from universities over the last few years? I believe than, so. Than men. And I think that's been for a handful of years. So so maybe we're we have on, to we have to track. wait another hundred years. We're on track for that, yeah, but yeah. it's trending that it's way. It's only going to take a hundred years. Well, no, they just there. graduated, so they're going to you know be be taking over these positions here in the next few years. She said it's taking my husband a hundred years to empty the dishwasher. Yeah, I know a lot of stay at home dads. <laughs> Do you? Speaking of Jeff, that made me laugh so hard over the weekend. We were sitting in the living room watching television, and this beep went off like beep, and oh. Scott goes, "What was that?" I go. That's the dishwasher. I'm not surprised you don't understand. <laughs> I've never heard what that was. Kristen and I had the same conversation because her dishwasher does the exact same thing. I didn't know what it meant. Exactly. Mine, mine didn't have it. Or maybe it had it, but I disabled it. I'm not shocked that you have no idea what that noise is. Did not. Oh, that is funny. And it doesn't just go off once. Yeah, it's like beep. But ours is like a, a long beep, like maybe 10 seconds. Yes. Yeah. He was like, what is that? Oh, my God, what is that? <laughs> That's the dryer, honey. <laughs> <laughs> that means it's time for the clothes to come out. Oh Who does that? I, I thought that was a fire drill or something. No, oh, that's funny. <laughs> fire drill. <laughs> uh, they predicted in 2024 that uh, there would be a limit to the number of kids you could have. Ooh, maybe. Really? Yeah, Department U.S. Department of Agriculture official in 1924 predicted that we wouldn't have enough food to go around, so births would have to be limited in some way by the year 2024. Huh. Uh, that hasn't happened here, uh, but didn't they limit it to two children per household in China there for a while? Oh, I feel I like they lifted they that, but they that did, was they, in place for a long time. Yeah, it was. Hmm. Another prediction is that cities would be totally rebuilt around cars. Yeah, that was absolutely true. The 1920s were when cars really started taking off. And in 1924, a Swedish architect wrote, in the city of 100 years from now, 
I see three-deck roads, speedways through the heart of town, and skyscrapers with entrances for automobiles as high as 15 stories. Wow. I mean, you know, some of the details are a little off, but he's not wrong. And finally, uh, the one that everybody predicts, everyone would be flying to work. Mm -hmm. A real estate mogul in New York said at the time in 1924, the airplane was still in its infancy, but that eventually we'd all be using them. You got that part right. But he was wrong thinking that the everyday occurrence for the businessman to fly from home to the office and back home again within the same city would take place. Wow. Yeah, that flying car thing. I'm just waiting. (laughs) So there you go. Uh, Younger generations have always had a rebellious spirit, but with technology, the divide between generations is probably even more extreme these days. According to new data, 74% of Gen Zers are likely to live their life in a, quote, rebellious fashion. Some of them have found that breaking standard lifestyle conventions has led to positive changes in their self-confidence and their convictions. They were also asked what rules and conventions were worth breaking, and the top answer was having an unconventional job, like a YouTuber Mm -hmm. or tattoo artist. Hey, if you can make a living at it. If you're good at it. Knock yourself out. Why not? Other popular responses were breaking stereotypical norms, like being a woman in a male-dominated field. Mm-hmm. Or dress codes for social events. <laughs> like church. Going to a four-year college directly out of high school. Yeah. Uh, social norms at gatherings like leaving... Wor- oh, yeah. Social norms at gatherings like leaving without saying goodbye to the host. Okay. I-, I pioneered that long before long. you did. He-, he walks out the door without saying goodbye to anybody. And having a typical nine to five, five day work week. Yeah, let's get away with I'm that. in full support. Yeah. <laughs> and channel my inner Gen Z. Yeah. These four day work weeks have been yeah. it's a lot to ask. I don't agree with everything, but I think they're on to a couple of things. At least. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the workplace, a poll last month found that most of us think that emojis are yeah, they're okay to use at work now mm-hmm. for the most part. Maybe not all of the emojis you have at your disposal. They uh, pulled like a thousand employees and asked them to name the most inappropriate emojis to use at work. And can you guess what the number one is? What is it? It's interesting because your answer may depend on your age. Uh, But for Gen Z, it's the peach emoji because it kind of looks like a butt. Yes, it kind of does. That's usually how it's used for more of that than for actual peach references. Yes. Uh, let's see. For millennials, it's the beer mug emoji. They said that would be inappropriate to use at work. Uh, let's see. For Gen X, it would be the eggplant emoji. That's so funny because that was the first one I thought of. (laughs) Of course. You would. And baby boomers think the middle finger emoji is the most unprofessional. Understandable. Funny. Yeah. Top answers for men and women were also different. Women think the peach and eggplant emojis are the most unprofessional. Men said the beer mug and kiss mark emoji would be unprofessional. Yeah. 
I would think like anything that displays affection, you know, if I, if I sent you an email and included a, a heart, a red heart emoji, yeah. could that be construed as an overture of some kind? Possibly. Sure. Would you construe that as an overture, Jen? I would, I would consider that your finger missed the one you were trying to hit. Fat finger yeah. strikes again. <laughs> Top five in order are the beer mug, eggplant, kiss mark, middle finger, and peach. There you you use emojis, John Matteris, when oh, you now company and emails. Then I do, but I, I, you're right about the heart. I'm real careful about using that because, yeah. like, you know, you just use a heart to to some woman's comment, and it's yes. like. Uh, that might mean more than you intended it. You don't want to be misunderstood. Yes, yes, yeah. I don't. So I just use the middle finger sometimes. and I'm good. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, speaking yeah. of which, 90s Consumer Reporter John Matteris is live in our studio on this Monday morning so that you don't waste your money. Hey, John. Good morning. Happy New Year to you guys. It's great to see you again. Happy and I New tell Year. you, one of the hottest topics the past few weeks, Coney Island. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. In fact, it was my biggest Facebook post in a long time. I had, I think, uh, 300 comments or something. It was just amazing when I made a post uh, end of last week that, hey, Coney is finally relenting. They're going to give everybody their money back. So if you have a season pass or you have a gift card, that was the real sticking point, a gift card, they will give you a refund and everything is great. And wow, people are still not happy about it. Really? Not happy mm. at all. Well, first of all, they, they said originally, and this was the thing, you know, when they announced the park was shutting down, uh, sunlight pool closing, people were upset. And they said, well, if you have gift cards, come use them at Nights of Lights, which is the drive-through over Christmas week. Oh, uh, yeah, and yeah. And like, first of all, it was like a three-hour wait to get in. Secondly, Nights of Lights cost 30 bucks a carload. And people had like $200 worth of gift cards because they had bought them for the whole family and the kids for... Next, next season, year, this, yeah. this coming, yep. this coming mm-hmm. summer. So people were ticked. They're like, I'm not going to drive through Nights of Lights three times to use my gift cards. So people were upset. Coney wasn't giving out uh, refunds on that. Finally, late last week, they said, okay, we'll give refunds. Uh, come by on January 20th to the park and Saturday, January 20th. I think you guys had this in your news segment. And uh, we will give you a refund or you can buy all this Coney merchandise we have. All this merch. T-shirts, keychains, cups, everything else, and just come on by on the 20th. And, and then, it's discounted too, right? Isn't yeah, the merch and, and, like super discounted? Yes, they're discounting it. Well, then then people were just upset about that, saying, wait a minute, I don't want to spend it on, on a whole bunch of T-shirts. I just want cash. So now Coney says, okay, email us, and you go to their website. They said, email us. We'll give you the money back. People are like, I don't want to have to go there on a Saturday you yeah. know, one in the afternoon, stand in line with crowds just to right. get my money back. So now they're saying, email us, we'll give you a refund. It has been messy. This whole yeah. thing. The whole dismount yeah. of, of Sunlight Pool. And people are upset. I am stunned by uh, just the love for the place. They never that, went, uh, though. That was the thing. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> yes. I mean, they wouldn't have sold it if it was really you know making what? any money, and right? And, and. You know, people are saying, how dare they close it down? It's an institution. But, you know, since nobody was going Cincinnati there, Cincinnati Gardens was an institution yeah. up by Xavier. And guess what? They tore it down because <laughs> it was old, falling apart, yeah. and nobody went and they couldn't get basketball games or concerts anymore. Right. It's what happens when things get old. 
And yeah, like to, the rides. Like for me, I feel like the writing was on the wall when they started shutting down the rides. In, in 2019, I think yeah. they took the rides out. And because they like, couldn't fix them because they were too old. They didn't have the money to repair the rides. So basically, it wasn't making money. That's the problem. And, you know, I feel terrible that it's closing because it's such a Cincinnati institution. Of course. But, but oh, people, yeah. and, and a lot of the people said, oh, you know, how could they? I remember growing up there in the 80s and going, but it's like. Well, have you been there since the 80s? <laughs> right. Well, maybe they'll take the signs and they'll put them over at the Cincinnati uh, sign, oh, sign, sign, sign Museum, museum like well, they did with the garden sign. That's right. That's right. But hopefully they'll do something. You know, the, the new owners, River Band, will, will do something with, you know, the main entrance, Moonlight Gardens, and preserve some of it. You know, yeah. I, I think that's the biggest hope, that some of it gets preserved. At least a piece here yeah, we, there. We've never liked change. Yeah, Cincinnati hates change. Right. Hates change. Especially with something institutional. Yeah, and tearing it down, it's a shame. But had everybody still gone there, guess what? It would be making good money like King's Island, and it would still be in business. But things change. As I always say, don't waste your money. How is Sunlight doing? I I feel like that usually got a pretty good crowd. No? The Sunlight Pool? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we, I mean, we would go to a Sunlight Pool all the time, even take our kid because it was a nice, it was huge. A lot of people could get in there, but I think it's also, I mean, it was not enough to sustain it, but it gets dated though. And that like that. Yes. And that's the thing. And it requires investment, which was capital. And it was always freezing cold, the water. (laughs) All right. Uh, what are you working on tonight for? Oh, good news about travel. Finally, two years of revenge travel has come to an end. And so you actually might be able to get a good deal. Travel is here. All right. This is great. I love that term revenge travel. Let's go. Where everybody after the pandemic was like, I'm getting out. (laughs) We're going to Europe. What? We've never gone over. Well, we are now. Yeah. We were looking at (laughs) flights yesterday to go to Florida in July. And I'm like, what? $500. Yeah. Don't even try to fly into March. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. All right. Thank you, John. It's 742 with Jeff and Jen in Cincinnati. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Brand new second. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Update updates uh, in less than 10 minutes. And uh, new Kelly Clarkson code word for the trip to New York. To uh, see a taping of her show, go see a Broadway show, go see Wicked, a so couple fun, hundred bucks so in spending fun. money. Yeah. So, uh, new code word after 8 o'clock. In the meantime, 
Have you ever set your email or Slack to say you were out of office when you weren't? No. no, I usually forget to do it when I I'm never actually do out, of out of the office as well. <laughs> yeah. I know. We got. We always get those we, reminders. We got a somewhat curt email from Jim Blummel across the hall saying, would you please remember to do that when you leave town? And I got that after I had already left. I forgot. Oops. Sorry. So I understand why people are a little miffed that you didn't respond to their email within a day or two because you went away and you didn't turn on the thing. Right. Yeah, to turn on the thing. <sighs> also, I don't I know. know. It's I, so hard. I feel indifferent about that because I feel like, don't you know that they never work during these weeks? Like, no one's here ever except for, like, Tim or I or Tim right. and I. Like, it's mm-hmm. so random during Christmas, though. Maybe there's a way we can do, you know, like, for my voicemail message, when you call my cell phone, it says, hey, it's Tim. Leave me a message if you want. But... If you want a quicker answer, send me a text message. Oh, mine does say that. Is there a way to put something like that on your email response? Like, I suck at email. You might get a response or you might not. Yeah. Shoot me a second one. It would be if nice. You, don't yeah, you could, in you could do a standard Sorry. reply. Say, hey, thanks for your email. Yeah. Uh, I'll get to it when I can. <laughs> but in the meantime... Yeah, you could do that. Free, feel free to send me two more because I really don't react till I get three. <laughs> yeah, it's like on Facebook how they do those automatic messenger replies. Oh, you yeah. could do that. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you guys get as much junk email as we do. And it's mostly oh junk yeah. and yeah. solicitations. So it's, I mean, stuff gets lost. Mm-hmm. Despite all the filters... Despite having the junk folder. Yeah, I know. I, I still get I inundated. stuff all the time. So yeah. if you've sent me an email and I haven't responded, resend. <laughs> That's a great way to say, like, when you don't really want a response from Jen, you just want to be able to say, I told her. Yeah, I told her. <laughs> just send it once. <laughs> she don't care if she follows up or not. Just send her an email. Well, where was Jen? I don't know. I don't have any idea. I told her we were doing. How did you? I sent her an email. (laughs) Weeks ago. My favorite thing is when we think she blew off the email, but then she's like, no, I read the email and it said blah, blah, blah. Uh I'm like, oh, she really did read it. Uh (laughs) So many times I'll be somewhere where I can't, don't have the time or am unable to respond at that time. Yes. But I've read it. Right. And then it gets lost. Yes. Yeah. Because and everything else like, comes in on top of it. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I flag them and I still lose them. Well, and the system is weird. I mean, I think you flag them and they go all the way to the bottom. They like move. Oh, that and may be the way like, yours is configured. And I don't like that. But yeah. It's like flag it where it's You need to reset yours up to till you can do the order by date received or you yeah. can do it by person. I don't like it. You can change your view. It's all what you want. Well, I'll get the emails that say, let me know if you're interested. Mm-hmm. And then they're mad that I didn't respond. Because they said only let you know if they are interested. Thank you. If you're mm-hmm. not interested, then you're not supposed to respond. That's exactly That's, my point. I, yeah, I hear you. Not here. That <laughs> means you have to write back, I'm not interested. Because what they're thinking is, oh, this is perfect for Jeff. He didn't write back because he didn't read it. 
No, that's, I didn't write back because I'm not interested. You right. said, let me know if you're interested. Right. Well, if I'm not interested, I'm not, not going to waste your time. That's not the way the brain then, works you know, here. What they need to say is, are you interested? Just don't say, let uh, me know if you're interested. Just say, this is what we have. Are you interested? That way you have to respond yes or no. I will reply, uh, no thank you. This is a communication issue for certain. There you go. This is perfect for you, Jeff. No, thank you. Yep. <laughs> Isn't it nice that that pops up as an option? You just have to click it. You don't even have to type it in anymore. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Aren't those fun? <laughs> We're all like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone pulled hundreds of people who work from home. A third said that they have, they have, uh, they have put, turned on the I'm out of the office when they really weren't. I mean, that's the point they're making is this thing can actually have your back if you use it right. Right. Correct. The top five reasons we lie about being away from our computer. Need to take a mental break. Followed by needed to just work without the distraction. <laughs> Had to run out and do an errand. Actually doing chores around the house or my favorite to take a nap. Yes. <laughs> See, that's I a like good one. for me. He's a little cat now. For me, that's officially vacation. When I go into my little Outlook and I do my away message, mm-hmm. I turn that puppy on at 10 a.m. the day. Even if I'm still here, it's going on <laughs> at 10 a.m. vacation time. Yes. Or 11 when I'm finished with the hot list. Just depending on whatever the day is, I am done. That's right. Like yep. that. That essentially is my way of being like, please stop talking to me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. Actually, we got uh, we got second date update here in a minute, but pay a little extra attention because today and all day, we are celebrating Kelly Clarkson and your opportunity to see her in New York. Kelly, 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 Kelly. Yes. Mm-hmm. You win two tickets to the Kelly Clarkson TV show in New York. Plus, we're going to throw in a couple hundred dollars in spending money. Tickets to see the musical Wicked. And it's pretty easy. Download the free Q102 app if you haven't already. Search WKRQ in the App Store. Sign up for your free Q102 rewards account. I feel like most people have already, but if you haven't, now's a good time to do it. You got to log in, too. Don't forget. Yes. And then uh, at the start of every hour, uh, we started this at 7 o'clock. We'll do it again after 8 o'clock. Uh, right smack dab in the middle of second date update. We're going to give you a brand new code word. And so when we do, you open up the Q102 app. You tap on the Q102 Kelly Clarkson New Year in New York. Type in this hour's code word and you're entered. Uh, can't tell you what this hour's code word is because I gave it to you. Right. After seven. So if you missed it, tough right. luck. You better catch the but next one. But that's okay. One. We got another one for you coming up next hour. And every hour after that until midnight, the more more words you enter, the more chances mm-hmm. you have to win. Mm-hmm. And that is... Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.